January 29, 2012. Jordan and I were on our way to the Torrey Pines Golf Course for the Farmers Insurance PGA Tournament. Jordan was driving. It was the last day of the tournament, and we were excited to watch our friends, Pat Perez and Mike Hartford. Pat was on the leaderboard, and Mike was his caddy. We had just stopped off at Ralph's Grocery Store in the big shopping center across the street from our apartment complex to buy coconut waters. It was a beautiful San Diego morning, 11 a.m., and already 75 degrees, not a cloud in the sky. We were leaving the shopping center, first in line, waiting for the light to turn green so we could turn left onto the main road, and I realized I was going to be hot. I was wearing a jacket. Jordan, I want to go home really quick to change into a short-sleeved shirt, I said. For an 18-year-old, Jordan was well-built, a football player. He was also very handsome. People often said he looked like a combination of Tom Cruise and John Travolta. In fact, Jordan had already done a good deal of acting up in Los Angeles, including TV shows on Nickelodeon. It was one of the many things he excelled at. No, Mom, we don't have time. Jordan, we're going to be out there all day long. I'm going to be so hot. No way. Come on, we'll be late. I scowled at him and joked, Jordan, I would never be married to someone like you because you're so hard-headed. Without missing a beat, Jordan shot back. Yeah, well, I'd never be married to someone like you because you're so high-maintenance. Neither of us had any idea how ironic our words were. The light turned green and Jordan entered the intersection, starting his left-hand turn. Out of the corner of my eye, I saw a flash of fluorescent pink curly hair. It was surreal, like a clown wig. But in a split second, I processed that this clown was driving his sedan straight at us. The car was hurtling toward us without braking. Time slowed down. The next few seconds felt like minutes. I remember staring straight ahead of us at the brick wall across the intersection, thinking, Oh my gosh, this is it. We're going to die. The sedan T-boned us, smashing straight into my door at 45 or 50 miles per hour. I literally felt the sedan hit my right hip. I heard the crash of breaking glass. I had no idea what I hit my head on. In fact, I had no idea I even hit my head. All I felt was the impact from my right knee up to my hip bone and the violent jarring motion as my head whipped back and forth, left and right. I was wearing my seatbelt, but my side of the car was crushed and pushed so far in that I ended up basically in Jordan's lap in the driver's seat. I felt our car skidding across the intersection. After that, I remember only snapshots as I drifted in and out of consciousness. Jordan's face was looking at me in terror. Mom? Mom, are you okay? I already felt the pain in my right hip. I didn't know what had happened to me, but I didn't want to scare him. I remember saying, yeah, yeah, I, I'm okay. Then I was looking up, but instead of the car ceiling... There was a circle of bright white light. It was like looking into the sun, bright as can be, like a hole of white light surrounded by a field of crystal clear blue. 
From a distance, I heard Jordan's voice calling me frantically. Mom, Mom, come on, we need to get you out of here. I was moving towards the white light. It was just like the movies, where you see a person leave their body. I was floating upwards, that piercing white circle of light growing larger and larger until it filled my vision. I had just gotten the smallest taste of that light when I suddenly felt myself floating backwards and down again. Words came into my head as if someone spoke directly into my mind. It's not your time yet. The words were vividly clear. It was as if God put those words there himself. Slowly, I became aware of my surroundings. The snapshots continued, images fading in and out of darkness as I washed in and out of consciousness.